0: The OwlCast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. This is the student edition. Listen to the exciting story of the American Community Schools of Athens. Check out what drives all the members of our international community of learners as we create the education of the future. Here's John Papadakis.
1: This is the second of a three-part series about the class of 22, as we are talking to seven recent graduates of ACS Athens who through their different backgrounds and experiences, reveal their unique perspective to their life as they join the alumni community of the school. In part two of the series, we welcome Emeline and Ali. All students have a unique history, arriving at ACS Athens having followed very different paths. When did you become an ACS Athens student and what is your first memory from the school?
2: So I came to ACS in seventh grade. So that was 2017, I believe. Um, I remember I was texting a girl from our grade before I came to school and I guess my first memory was coming into the courtyard and seeing everyone in the beginning of the first day of school. You know, that's fun. And I saw her. We said, hi. And that's about it.
3: <laughs> I, I came to visit the school before I start in eighth grade. And I had a buddy, like the, the person who takes you around. And I had Mr. Fields' class. So I went to this class. and the he, mu-
1: The music teacher. The
3: music teacher. And he, he said, OK, why are you sitting down? Get up and play something. So he made me play this tambourine. I was like, OK, this is a cool school. I'm going to have fun, and next year I... How did he know
1: that you play music?
3: He he didn't. He just said, don't sit down, like, do something, be useful.
1: What experience did you bring uh, with you? I mean, how how different was your previous school?
2: So ACS is like my first, I don't know, brick and mortar school. I had been in online school for three years prior to that. And then I was in this tiny school in Amman, Jordan. And then before that, I was homeschooling. So it was a new school experience for me.
1: How small was your previous school?
2: Um, There was like eight kids in my class. Yeah.
1: That is pretty small. Mm -hmm. So you came into a much bigger school. Yeah, yeah. And your feeling was...
2: Well, no, I was looking forward to it. We were looking at a couple other schools here and I was like, I kind of want to try a bigger school. So, yeah.
1: Okay.
3: just felt like I I could be myself because in my old school I had to like kind of hide certain things or not talk about things because it was not taboo but people didn't like agree with them so I didn't mention them but here I was like can dress any way I want to do with the country because I lived in Turkey before so there's this traditionalist view that still is on the country and in Greece it's less permanent there because you can dress any way you want wear anything you want and people want to look at your judge you in a different way.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that coming here in your first day, you had some expectations. Um, can you think back and describe these expectations that you had?
3: I, I thought I would just not meet people. I thought I would, like, it would be my obstacle. I wouldn't have that many friends. But I was sitting outside, like, the first lunch, I was reading a book. These, like, 10 people came up to me, like, come sit with us. I was like, okay. It's much more easy to approach people than it I thought it was, than I... I kind of came out of my shell in terms of being social. I was approaching people. I was talking to people, and still, like today, the last week of school, I'm still meeting new people from eighth and ninth grade and talking to people. So you had
1: social expectations. Yeah. How about the classroom expectations?
3: I didn't really know what to expect. I I just knew what, where I came from, and I didn't really like where I came from, like the old my older school, and I really liked ACS. I. I just thought it was more unique and Mm -hmm. it was more advanced and they had this thing like you can try everything and later decide instead of saying don't do that, do this Mm -hmm. kind of attitude, which I really liked.
1: How about you, Mimi?
2: Um, To be honest, I was probably expecting like the classic middle school, high school experience you see in movies because (laughs) I had been at home doing school for a couple of years. So... My expectations were just a lot over a lot of different topics, socially, being in a campus with a lot of buildings and a lot of various rooms for various activities, Mm -hmm. activities, extracurriculars, just in general.
1: So do you think that your expectations were met?
2: I think it took me a while to get comfortable in the environment. I see myself this year, my senior year, really applying myself and like putting myself out there to try different things. Um, Because in middle school, at least, and for a majority of ninth and 10th grade, I just kind of kept to myself, not, you know, not wanting to make friends way, but more so keeping myself in the school separate and not really getting involved that much. I tried clubs a little bit, but all every time by like the end of the year, I wouldn't be going anymore. So (laughs)
3: It took me some time to get used to living in another country. So when I kind of got used to that, like the school kind of just, the school experience kind of went up. So I I would say my expectations weren't met because it was beyond my expectations. They were more than I could imagine because I didn't know anything about it. What do you feel
1: most proud about your life at ACS?
3: I, I feel so proud that I can bring music to anything I can, I do. Like I a math project, I do music. Science project. I wrote a song about um, unicellular organisms. It, they always said, "Like do whatever you want as long as it's in the lines of the class." Well, music ties with everything. Yeah, and I was able to like kind of put my stamp on. Like instead of doing a boring poster, I I could do I could write a song that explains how an organism works. You did this? I think so. In, you have a in, record of that in ninth grade, Mr. Kramer <laughs> might have. I it.
2: liked that project. I wrote a in like seventh and eighth grade for. I don't know if you were there, but we did this project where you write storybooks for kids and I made like this series of Super Banana and you went on all kinds of journeys like the human body, blood vessels and then in ninth grade you became a cell organelle somehow. That's a <laughs> so magic. You had
1: the same project? Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Amy?
2: Uh, I'm probably most proud of just coming out of my senior year and feeling really proud of myself um, academically, knowing that I got through some of the most challenging classes I've had and just being super confident in the way I think and the way I critically look at things. And I really feel like I've developed skills here that will be valuable Mm -hmm. in general as a person, also as getting into jobs next semester.
1: Next semester, meaning? Next semester in
2: college, yeah, in September.
1: Well, hindsight and experience, are maybe the only things that cannot be given or described. If you knew today what you'll know in two or five or 10 years Mm -hmm. from now, you would be able to make better choices. Apparently, they say. Unfortunately, it's not possible to know unless you learn from those who have been there and have done that. Is there something you would have done differently in your life as an ACS Athens student if you knew what you know today? I would have just played guitar
3: more because I I always knew (laughs) it's kind of funny to say, but I always, I never said, okay, I'm not going to do schoolwork. I never said, I always said, I'm going to do good in school because I'm a private school. My parents are, they worked hard for this to move here. I'm not going to just let it all slide. But I also said, I need to become a musician. And the only way to do is not to do algebra, it's to play with other people. I would have just went out more to jam sessions and met people still trying to keep up with work because this year it was very hard for me to keep those two balanced because I had to apply for college and I just went home and like didn't even open my computer I would just mm-hmm. so I would tell my ninth grader like eighth grade self just play more
2: I don't think I would change anything about what I did back then because I think it's all a part of how I am now so I think I would have ended up being a very different person and I don't think I would have I don't know how to say this so <laughs> I, um. I, I agree
3: with her I take mine back I agree with her you I take yours back too? I wouldn't change anything either. I, I think where I am is good. I'm happy where I am. But if I if I could change anything, I would just maybe work a little harder.
1: Maybe we can have this discussion five years from now. Yeah. <laughs> when you visit.
2: Because I feel if I told myself to do something in seventh grade when I first got here, I would have gotten stuck in a niche interest area. Like I started out ACS doing only music classes. And then by 10th grade, I was in art. And now I'm going into that... As a career choice, of course, I still do music, but I explored so much in my time here, in my high school years, middle school years, that I I don't think I would trade it for just an easier way Mm
1: -hmm. through it. Mm -hmm. I think
3: you never know where life takes you and it never is where you want, but it's the
1: best for you. Well, that's the good about living life. Yeah.
3: And like, it's like, you don't, you can't open, you can't see um, what's going to (laughs) happen without living it. You have to kind of live it. You can't be like, oh, I don't know.
1: That's right. Um, Who or what do you think you'll miss most as you are ready to leave the school?
3: I'm just going to miss coming into campus, seeing Mr. Nelson, like smiling and saying hi. And then walking, like seeing some of younger people talking to them, saying, how are you? Coming to the library, talking to people here, just the school. I'm going to miss like not school classes, but I'm going to miss the people in the school making this a place where I want to come to.
2: I'm going to miss the art studio a lot. We really created a home there. We left our pieces, leave our mark. Um, we left a Bean Boozled box on the... What it, is that? It's a game with uh, jelly beans, where some of them taste bad and some of them taste good. We left, we hung it up because it had been sitting in the room for like months, but then uh, it got taken down. So kind of sad about that.
1: So you'll miss the box?
2: I'll miss the box. They took down our mark that we were there but we really we really made a community up there in the end which was interesting because we hadn't seen each other all year last year and art is kind of a um solitary art so i was really surprised to kind of see how we grew together so much so people that place specifically yeah
1: so uh, let's talk about yearbook you all know that uh, we have the superlatives, right? Do you know about superlatives? What do you think your friends or classmates would say about you?
3: The superlatives are most likely to... Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh. Obviously, yeah. you don't know yet. I, I no,
2: had... I do. I do. Oh, I saw I had... Oh,
1: come on that. now.
3: Don't <laughs> spoil it. I had three I, I saw <laughs> because they g- gave us options.
1: Don't tell me what you saw. Tell okay. me what you think your friends <laughs> I think would is... say about you. They're going to
3: say most likely to start playing guitar in the middle of class. I don't know, they'll probably say, like, most likely to make a horrible music joke in the middle of a conversation or, like, bring up a, co-
1: like, harmonic concept in a birthday party. And Okay. So forget about what you saw. <laughs> okay, what do you think they would say?
2: Spoilers. Um, so there's a period of time in December where I was, like, nonstop promoting my new song that was coming out. So I'm probably going to get a lot about that. And um, it's hard to do because I saw all of them. I'm like, I...
3: <laughs> every class I went to it was like Emma's new song coming out yeah. a, every classroom
2: I printed out QR codes but it was at the same time the bathroom passes came out so I don't think people scanned it as much as they would have because they're like oh it's just to go to the bathroom
1: that's a good idea about your QR codes yeah right? it was on
2: my locker for months
1: oh that was your oh, locker? that was your
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought it was a prank someone was pulling like scan this and
1: your phone gets a virus or no. something like. Come on, that doesn't work like that. Please.
2: I put the album cover on top of it, I think, just to make it clear. <laughs> Maybe I didn't.
1: Okay, so in your profile quote, and that is something that you wrote, okay, Emmy, you said, Oh no, it's God, he's found us. What do you mean?
2: <laughs> so <laughs> it's from a TV show. Okay. Malcolm in the Middle it ran okay. during the early 2000s and it was kind of set in the 90s. I put the character mm-hmm. Dewey. Um, it was. What was the scene? I think they were—they had, had like the boy. The, these are troublesome boys in the family, and they had been stealing donation items from the church. So they had it in the car, and they were going to return it. And then something happened. Like it wasn't the police, or something happened with the car and it broke down. I think because they have a crappy car. And Dewey was like, "Oh no, it's God. He's found us." And his dad was just like, "So it was—it was a funny scene." And I was trying to. Narrow down which Dewey quote would be best. Okay, so how
1: does that tie in? Yes, sorry, I went on a
2: tangent. (laughs) Um, (laughs) With my high school experience? Yeah,
1: not with your high school, but you put it in your yearbook. It's going to stay there forever. You you realize that, right? Yeah. Okay, so
2: Um,
1: maybe you you cannot reprint. You know that. Yeah.
2: Okay. Maybe
1: we can put a QR code of this. Podcast <laughs> right universe. next to her name. <laughs> so like, people listen to the reason. understand why she put this <laughs> so and you Ali you said it's not about how well you play. it's how you feel about I'm, what you play. Yeah, it's so you obviously talk about mm-hmm. music, right? Why, why did you choose this? Why is this significant for you?
3: This is actually from I always said this, and I it's on a it's in Benjamin Button, curious case of Benjamin Button when he's learning to play piano from this old lady. And she says, it's not about how well you play, it's about what you feel about what you're playing. And I was like, I watched it recently and I said, wow, it's so true. And in the storyline, she dies and he forgets her name. And he says, the people who affect us the most, we always forget their names because their impact is so big on us that we sometimes forget like the most basic things. And I mean, I always, if you're happy, like everybody can play piano. Everybody can play anything, but if you are happy while playing and you're like dancing and running around and jumping and playing the most simple thing, people watching you are going to go,
1: oh. They enjoy it themselves. They're
3: enjoying themselves. and But if you, someone's playing like a Chopin Nocturne and they're playing it insanely well, but they were playing it so well because they were forced when they were like five by their parents to play it and they're not having fun, you're not going to listen to it and go, wow you're gonna go oh the poor kid he's so sad he's forced to he's forced to do it
0: you are listening to the owlcast the official podcast of acs athens this is the student edition
1: with us is Emily and ali talking about school life, college expectations, and future plans. Well, you're both members of the class of 22. Uh, first of all, congratulations on a successful path. Getting a little bit more serious, can you talk about your future plans a little bit? How well equipped do you feel going forward? I'm quite scared,
3: honestly, because I'm going to... I First of all, have to find a house in Holland. To stay in which is a uh, my big crisis right now but I'm it's not that hard I just want to find a like a suitable place but my future plans is to just practice a lot and get better and meet a lot of people and hopefully like start my own band or my my big dream is to open a jazz bar where young people can come and play it's the whole point is for young college or high school kids to play and I of course want to play with them because
1: maybe you can uh, begin the acs hour and have acs students visiting holland come to your bar
3: yeah i have a lot of plans but it's just a dream i don't know where i'm gonna do it yeah but my big like goal right now is to just get good as i can and play much as
2: i can and so i'm going to columbia college in chicago and surprisingly enough i'm not that nervous about going i feel like i'll be fine um The main reason why I chose to go there over California where my sister is, all my family, is because all my life I've been uh, moving a lot. And so when I move, it's like really moving. No one knows me in the new place. And I guess going back to California just wasn't exciting for me enough. So I was like, all right, I'll go to Chicago. Never been there. I have distant relatives like half an hour away, I think. (laughs) So I think once I get there, I'll be faced with a lot of challenges, culture shock for sure. and
1: What do you think helped you uh, not being so scared? I mean, did you have discussions with counselors? Uh, Did you meet someone from the college? That goes for both of you.
2: Well, I met people from the college accidentally. (laughs) So everyone I talked to said, oh, you're going to love Chicago. It's really creative. It has that feel to it. And, you know, it's cold, but you get over that. There's ways to get around it. And in the past two years, I've done a lot of exploring and traveling on my own around Athens. Mm -hmm. So I feel when it comes to public transport and just walking around a city, I'm somewhat familiar. Athens is a very different city, obviously. It's much smaller.
1: Although Athens and Chicago are sister cities. I don't know if you knew that. They are.
2: That's (laughs) lovely. The the
1: useful information of the day.
2: Yes. (laughs) Um, So just being in Athens, I think, helped me. Yeah not
1: be so worried about it. How about you Ali? I'm
3: very excited to go to college. I'm not scared of going there. I'm just nervous. What college are you going to? I'm going to the Royal Conservatory of Hague in Netherlands. And I'm just so happy because I'm finally going to be at a place where it's like me all around me, but 10 times more talented and Mm -hmm. better than me. And I'm going to be able to talk with them and learn from them. And it's like, I'm just going to be doing what I always wanted to do full time, like for living, for eating and, drinking and sleeping on it, which I'm very happy about. So I'm nervous in the fact that I'm, of course, moving to a new place, but I like being nervous because I think- if you, you get more creative. Yeah, if you don't come out of your comfort zone, you can't grow up as a person. And all I did last two years, now I look back, back was, I just got out of my comfort zone and mm-hmm. it helped me a lot.
1: If you could take with you three things as you move away to college life, what would these things be and why?
2: My laptop, my microphone, and my guitar so I can make music.
1: No cable for the microphone?
2: Well, the cable comes in the microphone box. It's all one thing.
1: Okay. How about you, Ali?
3: I would take my guitar. I don't need an amp. I can just practice. I would take a freddo Espresso
1: without sugar. What do you mean? A machine, you mean?
3: No, like just a cup. Just a cup? Yeah, just
1: a Mm -hmm. cup. It's going to last you for three years. (laughs) I will take (laughs) a…
2: You know how they sip Freddo's like slow? He's gonna yeah. do it extra slow.
3: Instead of three hours, it's gonna be like three years, four <laughs> years.
1: Yeah, I don't suggest to do that.
3: No, I'll take the machines that they mix for the espresso with the ice, okay. like the thing. Yeah, I'll take one of those. because um, oh. Grease just really got me hooked up in coffee.
1: And what's the third one?
3: Uh, probably like one of friend of mine from like the school, like a teacher or someone I really like. I can't really think of someone, and if I say it, they're going to come up to me and be like,
1: why didn't you pick me? So I'm not going to say who. So an anonymous teacher or or friend. Yeah. I'm certain that uncertainty is part of the game as you continue forward. What is the biggest concern, if not fear? And what do you feel more hopeful about for the future?
2: Like how far ahead into the future? Like the next four years or... Well,
1: I guess, yeah, four or five years maybe. Okay. Or if you can see yourself after college. We know Ali, he's yeah. going to be a bar owner in <laughs> yeah. Holland or wherever like, he's going to be. It's but. actually
3: funny because I was thinking yesterday, I, I I can't see myself after college now. I'm very... Actually, that's one of the... That
1: that means you're so focused. I Probably.
3: I, I don't know. But that would be my uncertainty or fear. Mm-hmm. What I'm hopeful about is just I'm going to be at the place where it's a center of culture and I'm not only going to be exposed to music but any art form I want Mm -hmm. so and I'm going to be meeting people and talking to people and just expanding my taste buds I guess in terms of life intellectual taste buds
2: during college after college I really just want mobility and having the freedom to take my work with me wherever I go because I don't plan on staying in one place. So that is one fear being tied down involuntarily due to one reason or another in one place because it's not what I want at all out of life. I wanna see things, visit people because that's the life I've lived so far. So being in one place just scares me.
1: (laughs) Finally, you're asked to talk to a group of 11th graders that are getting ready to enter the final year of high school. Okay. What advice would you give them? How can they best prepare themselves for what lies ahead next year? They can't. They cannot get prepared?
3: I don't think they have to prepare them. If they they think about it too much, I think they're going to either fear it or be too ahead of things. And I don't think that's a good thing. I think the struggle is a part of life. So you have to figure it out while you're doing it. So I would say like know your past, understand your present and predict the future. That would be That's my pretty heavy advice, Ali. Yeah, well, they're asking me. So, you know, the wrong
1: <laughs> And if you had to dedicate a song to them, what would that oh, be? Um to speak your language.
3: The Beatles song, you're gonna care that way all your life.
1: How about you, Amy?
2: I would say know where you're going academically, know your goals. Um just try not to give up. I know it's it's hard. <laughs> the past couple of months has been difficult. It's not an easy year. First semester is difficult. Yeah. It's going, you're, there's a lot of deadlines. Um,
1: but is there a light at the end of the tunnel?
2: Yeah. And even a light in the tunnel, because you you don't know the people that you're going to meet and the teachers that you're just going to become close to people that you never expected. And for me, that was the best part. And it got me through the hard academic times. You know, you study, you do your work, but at the end of the day, it is about the time you spend with people here.
3: Mm-hmm. And as long as you're happy, I think it's all that matters. Like I, I this year, I, I lost many people. I stopped talking to many people, but now I think about it. It's worth it because first of all, I gained many things from this experience and I met new people and the people I never expected to meet. So it's pretty great. Mm-hmm.
1: Amy and Ali, thank you so much for being with us. Best of luck in everything you do.
3: Thank you. Congratulations.
1: Thank
0: you. <laughs> you are listening to the Owlcast, the official podcast of ACS Athens. Make sure you subscribe to the Allcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. This has been a production of the ACS Athens Media Studio.